All right, welcome back, everybody. Episode number 30 of the Plumecast. How you doing, Joe? How you been this week? I mean, good. Busy week of work, but uh, sometimes we're gaming too, so that was fun. Awesome. So this week is going to be an interesting week in terms of news and stuff. It's not going to be as crazy as it's been the last couple of weeks, but we did get Game Award nominations. We kind of want to quickly go over those. Uh, we got Halo Infinite Multiplayer. The beta, they're calling it a beta that I've been playing a ton of. I want to talk about that. The 20th anniversary show. Uh, there is some news on Scalebound. That's not any good news. We're not getting the game, but some interesting stuff came out about that. And then we'll just, uh, you know, have a good time and just talk about random stuff. I love talking about random stuff. <laughs> the randomer, the better. So what do you, what have you played this week? What's been going on? You've, you said you had some work. Any, any other exciting things in your life happening? Uh, let me think. Well, my hockey team can't play at the moment because they're in COVID protocol. They have like 10 players in COVID protocol right now. Mm. So that hasn't been any hockey for me this week. But my soccer team's doing good. I'm a big Liverpool uh, FC fan. My whole family's from Liverpool on my dad's side. A huge fan of the Reds, and they they just beat Arsenal four nothing today. So very excited about that. And uh, football tomorrow. We're both big football fans. Yeah. And uh, as far as gaming goes, I've been still been playing Yakuza Three. I'm almost beat it now. Probably beat it next week. Very fun game. I'm interested to see how it turns out. There's some returning characters. I don't want to spoil anything that you aren't expecting to return. And I want to. See- oh, never mind. No. No, that's explained. I might, I might just spoil something there. Sorry if I did. But uh, yeah, Yakuza 3, great game. Also playing Total War. Uh, doing my Achilles campaign in Total War Troy. And um, yeah, it's fun. I like that game a lot. I, I kind of tend not to fight any of my battles anymore since uh, they're so easy to me. I, I, they're kind of just boring. So I just auto-resolve and get to dominate the campaign map, which is like my favorite thing to do. At this point, I've conquered most of Northern Greece. I'm conquering into uh, Asia Minor, I think it's called. But yeah, it's where like Troy is and stuff. So I should be taking the city of Troy any day now. How about you, Tony? What you been playing? You're out there conquering the world. I'm out here just trying to shoot people in, in Halo Infinite. That's pretty much... Conquering the Halo rings. Yeah, I would say that's pretty much what I've been playing a majority of this week. I figured you would be since you're such a huge Halo fan. It, well, it's... That's, yeah, it's been taking up most of my week. Played some Forza as well, but Halo Infinite is, is just so much fun. What's like, your KDR? Let's hear it. I, I don't know. I, I can't even find where that is, but I, like, it's interesting. Some games I do really well, I get like 20 plus kills and like die like maybe 10 times. And other nice. games, I get like four kills and die like 20 times. So it's. I, I guess it all depends on who you're playing. Yeah, it all depends on who you're playing, but also depends how you play the game. Like, if you're actually trying to go for the objective and play it yeah, properly, you're going to die a lot. You're going to die a ton, right? Yeah. So it, it all depends, but it's it's a ton of fun. But we'll talk more about the multiplayer beta, just what I like about that as we go through the show. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, again, just kind of getting in there and just doing random stuff, driving around. It's actually kind of relaxing sometimes in that it game. It seems like it. Yeah. yeah, you just kind of, after a hard day, you just sit back and drive around and listen to the different car engines and yeah. the scenery. So I feel like once you get super familiar with the game, it really becomes like a comfort food almost. That's how I feel about Total War. Yeah. Like once you are so familiar with the game and it's just like routine what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's really like relaxing and comfortable just to sit back and play it. Because yeah, you don't gotta really think about no like, your next move and everything. So um other than that, I so I briefly restarted Skyrim again. Very nice. briefly. I like probably I would play like an hour at max. But I remember I, you texting me about that, yeah. Yes. So but because Halo Infinite multiplayer came out, it just took my time. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, I'm a but, disappointed you weren't more into Skyrim, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into it, but I just like it's this OCD thing right now with Halo, where it's like I know if I don't play some matches, I'm gonna fall behind and be really bad. <laughs> so, but it, I it was 4K 60. And you said it was like that in the special edition. I had never experienced it really. Yeah, they released. Um, I think because uh, I bought the special edition a while ago, but only played it this year. And in the summer, I believe they. Someone can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. But in the summer, I believe they released um, an FPS boost, and you could already play in native 4K. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think. Okay. So I think the only the difference is, I could be wrong on this too. But the FPS boost was added in by like the software side on the Series X, but now the the Series X upgrade or whatever it is, it's native to the game. Like Bethesda went in oh, and unlocked it. That's really cool. I, I think, think that's, that's it. But I don't know if you'll see a difference when you yeah. play. It is really smooth at 60 FPS. Yeah, I will say that. It makes a huge difference, and it looks great. It does. still holds up. Incredible. It's ten years old. Yeah. So I find even Oblivion looks okay. Yeah. I mean, when did Oblivion come out? That's like 2006. So, <laughs> Bethesda, they're, they're great at like their their aesthetics and, and their art and all that kind of stuff. Their so games are really timeless. Yeah. Especially the open world ones. I can't even imagine what Starfield's going to be like and how long that's going to last. Um, but those have, that's what I've been playing. Like I said, Halo, but I'll get to my beer now. Uh, this one's called Little Norway. It is a Pilsner. I believe it's just a like crisp, fresh tasting no weird flavors in its style of beer and it's from Show them the little bear he's kind of cute <laughs> <laughs> has some cool art on it hoppy and crisp has some complaints out there and it's from stardust city brewing co so that another muskoka one it's near miss yeah, yeah it's, it's in the muskoka region I guess we're it's like a small vacation. <laughs> but it, it's I think it's like maybe like half an hour away from like the big Muskoka one, but we will how do I do this without spilling beer all over myself? Always a challenge. Yeah, especially ones like this. Oh man, did I shake it? Because it's like looks okay. Went out there a little bit. Does the whole um can fit in the plume mug? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think so. All the more reason to buy a plume mug. Yeah, I forgot about that, guys. Plumegear.com. You want a beautiful mug to... Okay, so I lied. Not the whole... A little, a little bit's left over, but, you, you know. Here That's it is. false advertising. You know what? Don't buy it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's great. You should get one. Mm. Just a solid tasting beer. You really can't go wrong with this. You it like, looks very uh, light. It is light. If you like beer tasting beer or light beer tasting beer... It's like a Coors Light color. It's kind of, okay, so it's not like a Coors Light. It's not like like a blue light or whatever. Labatt blue? Labatt blue, yeah. It's not like that. It, well, it is like that in terms it's of its nicer. consistency and stuff, but it's nicer. It has yeah. that, that like craft brew taste. It doesn't it. taste chemically. Mm -hmm. You can tell people put their like sweat and tears in this one. They literally cried in the beer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. Can't really go wrong with that. Like a beer shower and put it in the vat. Exactly. Get the sweat off. They work hard and they make the, they make great stuff. So. <laughs> um, okay. So that's our a little intro. A little shorter this week. Hey, let's take it up all my time. You've been using total warring still, so Yeah. Nothing really I, gotta, I have a complaint about Yakuza though. You have to complain? I have one small complaint. They're yeah. an amazing game series. I love them so much. 
But please, God, like, I haven't played the later games, so I don't know if I get rid of these later on. But the random encounters in the city where you have to fight, like, two lame dudes every, like, two <laughs> minutes when you're walking down the street, please get rid of that. I, I heard so annoying. I think they did. Did they? Good. I believe so, for my friend who loves the Cusa series. Like, did Trav tell you that? No, my another friend. He, okay. He's... I, I, he played like every Yakuza game, but I'm I'm sure like a dragon it changes. Well, no, like, like a dragon's really grindy as well. Turn-based. Uh, it's not. Uh, is it like free roam? Ben, if you get an encounter, it's turn-based. I think so. Yeah, that would make sense. But I think you can skip like some of the. Oh, maybe not. Maybe you could just skip the cutscenes that pop up when you get the random encounter. Uh, I'm not sure what he said, but they do improve it in some way. I'm not sure. Yakuza Three is one of the older ones, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's like 2009 or something. Yeah, I think like, I think, yeah, after that, maybe four or five, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I think it's improved. You'll see when Great games, though, great games. I'm going to play through them all. So speaking of great games, we had the Game Award nominations this week. Um, it's been met with a decent amount of controversy, in my opinion. And I made a video about this earlier this week, but I think that the Forza Horizon 5 snub for Game of the Year is kind of ridiculous, but we'll go through uh, we'll go through the Game of the Year and maybe a couple of other categories, depending on how we're feeling. There's a lot of categories. I'm not going to go through every single one of them. Um, so Game of the Year, and we'll go through, I guess, Best Narrative, and what's another good one here that we can, we can talk well, about? Well, these, these ones aren't bad, like Best Genre Game. Adventure. Yeah, we'll go, we through some. we'll go through some of them. But we'll, we'll start off here with Game of the Year. So the nominations for Game of the Year are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. And the big story of this, in my opinion, is Forza Horizon 5 wasn't nominated from here. Out of all of these games, I've played every single one except... Well, okay, so I haven't played Metroid Dread yet, but I have it. Have I you played Deathloop? And I haven't played Deathloop. Yeah. So those two are the two I haven't played, but I've played all of the other ones here, and they're all really, really great games. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised any of these are on here, but I would could definitely see like maybe Ratchet and Clank, or maybe even It Takes Two, being replaced by Forza Horizon Five. Do you think that deserves to be there? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think Psychonauts okay. is an incredible game this year. One of my I favorite games. It. It's when we were talking about our game of the year last week. After the fact, it's like because I because I didn't really prepare too much. I'll be completely honest about like all of the games that I played, and I sit back because I've played a ton of games this year. I sit back and I think about some of my favorite ones, and you get reminded. And Psychonauts Two, I don't know how I forgot about it, but I absolutely love that game. I have to play it on Game Pass. I might as well. I don't think it's a very long experience either. It's about uh, you can get about twenty five, like thirty wow. hours just for like the story. That's wild. Yeah, I had no idea it was that long. That's it was, awesome. It was something like that. It was in the twenty hour range. Yeah. But you can you can do more. Well, what, what I loved about Psychonauts too is that art style was was really well. The platforming was fun, the puzzles were fun, but the story in it, and I'm like I said, I'm more of a gameplay guy, so it had that. But the story was was really well done. And it was like a deep story. You think it would be for kids, but there's a lot of like adult themes within that story. Cool. Which was super surprising to me. I thought it was gonna be completely just kind of a I didn't think they were going to go that deep into like the adult themes, but it was really awesome. So out of my votes here, I would have to say that it's either Psychonauts 2 or Resident Evil Village. And again, Resident Evil Village is one of those games that came out early in 2021. So I, like, I don't know how I forgot, but it was such an you incredible experience. Game. Yeah, absolutely loved you it. really liked that game. 
But I, would, I would give it one of those two. It Takes Two is a great co-op game. I thought they did some amazing stuff with it. Finished it up last week, and um, it, it deserves lots of nominations for the story, the gameplay, even the art style as well. So I don't think there's anything wrong specifically with these nominations. I just think Forza Horizon 5 had to be in there. Had to be in there. Like, it doesn't make any sense. When it was... It had over 10 million players in its first week. It's like universally acclaimed like 10 out of 10s amongst a lot of these big video game sites that are the ones that are voting on this and it's not a game that you need to put in 50 hours to see that it has game of the year quality that's my thing with who, it. who are you replacing it with you had to if i had to it would be ratchet and clank or really? it takes two yeah see i haven't played any of these games so i'll just tell you guys the game i'm most looking forward to playing out of them and to be honest it's probably ratchet and clank like, Deathloop looks interesting, but very gameplay, not very story-heavy. It takes two, co-op, meh. Metroid Dread looks cool, but I don't have a Switch. Resident Evil Village is too scary for me. <laughs> Psychonauts 2 I would definitely play, but I think the game I'd most look forward to playing is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It looks fun. I like the idea of, like, jumping through portals to other worlds and stuff, mid-level and stuff. It seems cool. That was cool, but I have to, I have to comment on that because the portal stuff... That kind of stuff was also in Psychonauts too. Oh yeah, not a lot of people talk about that. But what they did in, in Ratchet and Clank, it's not one to one exactly, but uh, you would be going through the level, and then all of a sudden you'd be warping to somewhere else. You had that within Psychonauts. Without well. a loading screen? No loading screen. Oh, that's cool. And about the another thing, <laughs> I'm kind of gonna be. I'm gonna. I love. Here's uh, if you've watched my channel, you've if you've followed me on Twitter, I've talked about Ratchet and Clank, and I've played every single Ratchet and Clank since they've come out. One of my favorite franchises. I absolutely love it. But the rift part about it, there was a lot of stuff that came out after where it was kind of proven that you didn't need the PS5 SSD to do that. It was more of like a marketing thing. And there was a guy who put out information and did a video talking about how you could have done that in a different way, like back on like the PS3 and stuff. Interesting. So it's really cool the way they implemented it, but it's not like a crazy revolution. So like PS5, PlayStation was saying like, oh, it's because of the fast load speeds of the SSD, we can yeah. link between worlds really fast. But that's, that wasn't I'm sure case. it helped. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it made it easier. I just don't think it was something you it had to be done. Like, because you can build a level within a level. Yeah. Without needing a loading screen. Yeah, but I don't want to take away from the game. It was a great game, uh, but I don't know. Definitely the one I'm most excited for. Although you got me kind of excited for Psychonauts as well. Yeah, I would definitely check out check out Psychonauts. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a PS5, so <laughs> you're not gonna be playing. I mean, I'm planning on stealing yours as we've often <laughs> talked about. I haven't touched it since since Ratchet and Clank, so. so you won't notice when it goes missing. <laughs> um, and then it's hard too because I didn't play Metroid Dread yet, and I didn't play Deathloop, so I can't even. Metroid Dread does look cool. I think I'll love it. I honestly think Metro Dread will be in my game of the year conversation when I'm done it. Are those games story based? Uh, yeah, they are. They have their story really? to it, but it's more about like the um gunplay. The like, it's like um you have to go back and forth between the different areas of the world to unlock like certain like uh weapons and stuff like that to, okay. to get to advance. So it's kind of like that. You have to get different parts of your your arsenal and stuff. I'm guessing it's not too story heavy because Nintendo games don't no, usually not, tend to be. Right? It's not too too story heavy, but I love. I've played tons of Metroid games in my life and yeah. enjoy them, so I'm sure I will love it. I just have to play it. And then Deathloop. I mean, I haven't played that, but it's coming to Game Pass in next September, I'd assume. So I'll just wait. 
play that one. I'm more interested in that game now that I've played Dishonored. Yeah. Dishonored is really fun. It, yeah. Like, it, the stealth is so good in that game. Have you gotten to Dishonored 2 yet? I no, I'm not going to get to it for a while. I, I'm planning on... What am I planning on playing next? I think I'm planning on playing uh, either a little bit of Divinity and Original Sin 2 or uh, Fallout New Vegas. I can't decide after I'm done with you. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure they got, it's one of those games that also got like 10s out of 10. I know, which was surprising. It's also not on Xbox right now, so I can't play it. Yeah. Um, I guess it was, it was a disappointment. Uh, for me, again, uh, the thing with the Game Awards is, like I've said this before, is that I find the awards are kind of like the sideshow to the show, even though it's called the Game Awards, because if you watch the Game Awards every year... Oh, there's so much new content. There's, yeah, so much announcements. Yeah. And I remember last year's show was funny because they would have, like, these huge parts of the show where they would announce new games coming out and stuff, and then they would quickly pan over to, like, the side where they would just quickly run through an award and get it over with and go back to the <laughs> That's funny. So I think it's more of, like, a marketing thing. And it does, I mean, the awards at the end of the day to individual gamers mean nothing. Like, whatever you like to play is your award. It's yeah, more exactly. for the developers and the companies. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Let's get on their resume. I mean, we're not going to go through all the awards, no point, but we'll go through, like, we'll go through, like, let's just go through the top three awards, which would be sure. Best Game Direction and Best Narrative. So Best Game Direction, they have nominated here, again, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Best Game Direction has to do with outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So I haven't played Returnal, I haven't played Deathloop, It Takes Two is awesome, but I'd have to go with, um... I'd have to go with Psychonauts or Ratchet and Clank for that one. Oh, big decision. Which one? I'm going to go with Psychonauts. Yeah? I'm going to go with Psychonauts, yeah. I'm going to go with Psychonauts. It is a very unique game. It, it is. And it, it, when you see it on a 4K TV, it really blows you away. But like, so so does uh, Ratchet and Clank. But I think Psychonauts as a whole is a bigger game. And they there's more different styles of areas that you go through. Cool. I think there's more to it. And you haven't played any of them, so... No, <laughs> no. I'm uh, as as I've uh, mentioned on this podcast before. I tend not to play new games because they're too cheap. So I like to buy them on sale and uh, play through them. So and the best narrative. This one's tough. I'm gonna go with Psychonauts two as well. They have Deathloop. It takes two. Life is strange. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Psychonauts two. I heard Guardians of the Galaxy is That's very good. That's the one I'm actually most interested out of all these games that we mentioned so far. Is Guardians of the Galaxy? That's definitely on my list of games to play. It looks really interesting and way up my alley. It's already on sale on Black Friday, I believe. Yeah, thirty-three percent off. Yeah, or on on Xbox Store. Yes. Yeah, you can get physical copy for forty bucks. Oh wow. So in Canada, games are 80 bucks. I mean, if you're listening from like the United States, you may be like, that's not a big discount, but half price here. So mm, very interesting. I heard good things. So I guess that's it. I mean, we'll talk the game words. Any clothing, any clothes, can't speak closing thoughts. Oh, uh, what percentage is this beer here? <laughs> not enough. Not, in, not, not, <laughs> after light my, beer, I thought. not after my week. All right. Habs <laughs> <laughs> didn't do that bad, did they? They're the worst team in the NHL. <laughs> Well, you know what? see. The Sens will be worse at the end of the year. I can't, I can't hate on the Habs too much this year, even though they're doing terrible, because I know we're getting they to sports so talk. many injuries. There's so many injuries. I mean, Carey Price went to rehab, and yeah. like that Jay must Weber's be so hard to retire. So I can't even. I can't hate on the Habs. They're yeah. trying their best. Um, did you watch the Game Awards last year? Do you... I don't, yeah, like parts of it. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, we'll leave it at that. Let, let us know in, in the comments below, guys, what games you want to see win some awards. What do you think about Forza Horizon 5 not being nominated for Game of the Year? Out of interest, if Halo is out a month earlier and is on here, do you think it wins Game of the Year? I guess it's not out yet, so it's not fair to say. Okay, so that's a good... That's a, that's a decent question. From, from multiplayer-wise, I think it's... From all the multiplayer shooters I've played in the last week, which would be, I guess would only be Battlefield and Halo. How <laughs> was Battlefield? Uh, it's uh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's I think that the game needs like another six months of work. Oh like, no! There's there's a lot of great concepts there. There's a lot of great stuff with it, but I just I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I, my favorite part of the Battlefield is Battlefield Portal. Which is like where you can go back and play custom game modes with like the old Battlefield game modes, like oh, Battlefield cool. 1943 or is it 42? 43, I think. Um, Battlefield Back Company, so that kind of stuff. Like, I Portal was actually a lot of fun, but the actual Battlefield 2042 game modes are like uh, they're all right. Anyways, I interrupted. We were talking about um, the Halo campaign and whether or not you think it would be the game of the year. I haven't played the Halo campaign I know, yet, unfortunately. If, if, if you had to guess. I, from the previews that came out, I think it was yesterday, I was watching videos and reading stuff, and everyone is unanimously pretty much saying that it's one of the best Halo games they've played, if not like, the, the best. best. Yeah. I think, like, I mean, it's kind of a silly question, because like you said, it's not out yet, but I think if it came out, and based on everything we're hearing, it could be the game of the year if we were voting I think a month it, later. I believe it can go ne into next year's. Yes, but it can. But like, how often does a game that come out comes out in December, people remember it for the 2022 or the next I, year? I remember when Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk got delayed until December, the last delay they had. People were talking about like, oh well, it's not going to win any Game of the Year awards this year. And then they're like, oh, are people going to remember it next year? And sure enough, they remembered it, but not for the right reasons. So. Yeah, I don't think Halo's going to have those bad issues. I don't think so either. But um, I hope that campaign. Like I'm so pumped now hearing about like just the story and. Yeah. So I, uh, I really hope the three four three pulls off that campaign miraculously because they've gotten so much hate because there's just people that just hate them because they're not Bungie and it'd be great <laughs> to just kind of be like, look, we can make this game even. I'm very encouraged from what I've seen. Yeah, I'm very encouraged. I'm super excited for that. I was gonna say something and I completely forgot now. But because um, I keep getting you off on tangents. No, no, no it's all good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all about the content, Joe. It's all about the content. It's all about the viewers. Yeah, exactly. Do anything for views. Anything. <laughs> well, keep your shirt on, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought this may be your last show. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll move on from the game awards. Um, Xbox 20th anniversary. We had the stream this week. I thought it was a great stream. I want to hear your thoughts on it, Joe, because I've made a video on this already. People already know what I thought, so. Yeah, so I'm going to be honest. I just caught the highlights of the stream, like the announcements of the backwards compatible games and stuff like that. I'm very excited that um, I believe um, they're giving FPS boosts to a lot of games I'm interested in, like yeah. Fallout New Vegas, which is a game I plan on playing very soon, yeah. and Fallout 3. Uh, also a big fan of the Fear games. I played them on PC a long time ago. They're pretty cool, especially the slow motion and stuff like that. Very scary games too. That's a game I want to play. A series I want to play. I've never, I've never played for. Yeah, I've played through first one. My dad's a huge fan of them. He's a bigger fan than me. 
So I was basically excited about the FPS boost. Yeah, they, I don't remember right they now. They announced like 70 games. Yeah. I don't know what the entire list is, but we can quickly look it up. But there was like... It's not, uh, it's not in my head right now. I yeah, there's, there was a decent amount, like some of like the Max Payne games. Yes. Yeah, I want to try those. I've never played them. Yeah, and those those are huge. I, I know I know like, like the community and a lot of people were um, asking for Max Payne. And they finally got gave it to them. So we the got, thing is, Xbox already has like so many of their mainline games out that are backwards compatible. But there's so many, but that like are missing. But there's so much that goes into that. Like we even with this announcement, we got the unfortunate announcement that they're stopping the backwards compatibility program for now. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, because you know the legal and the legal stuff and, and emulation stuff, which makes sense. I'll be honest though, man. I was kind of hoping for some more like um, new project uh, stuff in the show. Yeah, new announcements or not new announcements necessarily, but like what we're working on right now. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised they didn't really do anything with that, but they ended off the show with announcing that you can go and play Halo. True. So I think most I mean, people we forgot predicted that. I remember. Yeah. yeah. We we said like, oh, and now for one more thing. Yeah, yeah and that's what they did. Halo multiplayer. Oh, yeah, we got that right. I think that made most a lot of people forget that they didn't announce any talk about any of the stuff that they were currently working on. But I also yeah. think that like for a 20th anniversary event, like I mentioned last week, I just really wanted to see the legacy stuff more than anything. So I was happy with like them showing off all the backwards compatibility stuff and the FPS boost. It would have been a nice touch if they said, "And here's like a quick um, trailer of Hellblade." That this is a game you can expect in the next couple, whatever months, years, whatever it is. Here's yeah, whatever, some of the stuff that's closer to coming out to get us more hype. But yeah, that's why they gave us Halo at the end. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is a huge announcement. It's just not something I'm particularly excited about because I'm more of a single player guy. Mm-hmm. We can definitely appreciate how big of an announcement that is. And didn't uh, Halo have like 150,000 concurrent players on Steam and something stuff? crazy? Yeah, right away. So that's doing really well. Yeah, I'm interested to see like, because their last two launches, like Forza Horizon Five, was like their biggest launch ever of a game. That was on Game Pass, so it just shows the Game Pass model works. And that obviously Halo is doing really well and it's free to play. So it'd be interesting to see their sales numbers on that, and how it stacks up against like PS exclusives and stuff like that that are comparable. Yeah, I wonder if people are actually going to go out and buy the campaign or sign up to Game Pass to play it. It'd be hard to differentiate those numbers, but I'm sure they have those numbers. Like they definitely do correlating. Yeah, when you sign up and yeah, they play right away. Speaking of Halo Infinite, I got. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet. You know what? I, I'm going to show it to you right in here live. But I got this. Ooh, that's sexy. I got the uh, Elite. Can I hold it. Mm. Come on, <laughs> it's mine now. Whoa, what's on the back? It has little paddles. That's wild. What are those for? I feel like I'd be touching those all the time. So you can cheat. No, it's just you can like map buttons to the back. So like I map like my like melee and like my jump to the back. I would touch those by accident all the it's, time. Yeah, believe it or not, it, you really got to push it to push it. You're not going to accidentally hit it. Okay. Unless you have like super like gangly hands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I get ragey out there. This is cool though, man. Yeah, yeah I, think I think it's one of the best looking that controllers. Su- is that supposed to be... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what... it. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at the paint was chipping away. I was like, no, oh. it it represents like his armor, I guess, because he's in battle okay. stuff. But like, you can take off all this shit and put like new. Dude, you're a big controller guy. I always notice like wild controllers. That Spe- speaking of controllers, got this one here too this week. 20th anniversary controller. Oh my god, how many controllers you got? Too many. Too many. 
Oh, that's sick. It's like the classic um, Mad yeah. Cats ones. Mad Cats ones? What do you mean? Oh, oh like, like the, the see-through. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I've never had them. I wonder if they add all this stuff to make it look cool or if they all look like that inside. Uh, I think the thing they did add was like the green ring around okay. here. Okay. That's awesome, dude. I never had Mad How do you get all this stuff? Don't these things like controllers. don't these things like sell out like right away? Um, this one was the controllers were not that hard to get. I actually also got the Halo Infinite Series X, and I sold my original my first Series X. Did you make a profit? No, I just sold it for like, like some guy got lucky on. You're a good I'm not trying to scalp. You're a good Samaritan. I'm not scalping. I want to um, see if a Series X Halo after we're done. Yeah, it's downstairs. I I should have brought it up to show it on camera. But like it's it's so beautiful and it has like its own custom sounds and so cool. Um, but um, what did you ask me about the controller? You if it was hard to get. Oh, they, no! Surprisingly, they weren't because 20th anniversary controller you can still get the Halo Infinite series Elite Series Two. I when I was picking up my Series X, they had some just on the shelf, but the Series X is like impossible to get. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. were like. I was in there right when they opened because I already had it. But people come, a bunch of people came in after me and were asking if they had any that came in to pick up. And there's no chance. You had to pre order. It's sad. Like, I feel bad for the people who don't have one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like the regular console, like the non Halo one. Yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hard to get. And the Series X is way harder to get, at least in Canada, I find, than PS5. Uh, Interesting. In terms of like, Online inventory drops. I'm always seeing PS5 inventory drops. Yeah, I think Xbox is dedicating a lot of their new consoles to their cloud so that they can get more cloud gaming out. So a lot of the new Series X and stuff are just going straight into warehouses to power their cloud-based stuff. Yeah, I mean, makes sense because you got to get... I mean, they, I, I think they've said they've... Their whole server stack is now Series X's, but it makes sense because as long as people are in your ecosystem, you don't really care where they're playing. I was pl I was trying out uh, cloud gaming today. I was interesting. What were you playing on your phone? I tried Pillars of Eternity for like ten minutes just uh, to see yeah. how it would work on your phone. Yeah. yeah, my phone. There's like touch controls and stuff. Did it work well? Yeah, it worked great. Interesting. And like, how does it work? You need like a decent phone to run that stuff, or is it not no? Right? You can any phone that ha you download the app. It just have to have a good internet. I think you need like a five gigahertz or that's what it is. And five. Yeah. No, I don't thought 5g. It's like the, your Wi-Fi strength. Okay. Or so you probably need like a decent, like cell phone plan if you want to play on the go and stuff. Oh, I, I didn't try it on the go. go. I tried it on Wi-Fi, yeah. but on the, on the go. Yeah, you probably would. Um, but I was on 2.4 hertz internet. And I was suggesting I should be on five, but it was working five. I wonder if for like more graphically intense games, there might be some lag if you're not on five gigahertz. Probably, yeah, probably assume so. Um, but yeah, 20th anniversary, uh, lots of 70 games, FPS boost stuff, and then Halo. So I think overall it was a great event. Got people hyped up. I had like 100 people watching it on my stream with me, so that was a lot That's of great, fun. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, not too much more to talk about with this. I do want to get into Fear, though. I do want to replay the Max Payne series. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. They have Skate 2 as well. That's another Skate 2. One. I, I played Skate 3 recently. Such a great, great game. Some Star Wars games as well. Yeah, Star Wars. Time Splitters. Time Splitters 2. Oh, man, I got to play those again, too. I didn't even realize those were on the list. I had a friend who was big into Viva Pinata back in the day. <laughs> yeah? yeah? I thought I never Viva, gonna... I've never played it. I thought it was like a platforming game, but apparently it's like a thing story. It's like Animal Crossing. It's like Animal Crossing, okay. Yeah. In 3D. Okay. I probably won't be checking that out, but... 
Cat would like it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I was just thinking about that. She, <laughs> hey, you want to play some Eva? There was a TV show as well, I believe, back in the was there? mid-2000s. I think so. <laughs> I'm not a big Viva Pinata guy, so I wouldn't know. And underneath this sweater is a Viva Pinata shirt. <laughs> Ridge Racer 6. That was like one of my first 360 games. I, I don't remember that one. It's just, yeah, it's just Red like Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, Red Dead Revolver's Ooh. there. So there was a leak where a lot of these games you already knew were coming. Okay. And it came true. Wake Arena Arcade. Ooh, I have a question about that. Yeah. Later. Well, we have a suggestion to try it out. Oh, okay. Ooh, who was it from? Let me, let me find it here. It was from... It was from Ernie Gutierrez. 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 Sorry. That Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like trying to zoom in here and read it. Saying that... Not exactly a question, but a recommendation. Highly recommend Quake Arena Arcade on the Xbox Series and one consoles. Personally, it's my favorite of the franchise. I'll, I'll have you played that. any Quake games? Uh, way back. I've like never the first played. One. Um, I think I briefly dabbled in a Quake game. I don't remember what it was. I think it may have even been on like a game's website I played it on. Or something like Mini Clip or something. Okay. No, I it like, was fun. I played it like on PC way back in the day. Okay. I got, yeah, I played it on PC. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be cool to check out the other ones and see what they're like. Yeah. Next recommendation, Eddie. Ernie. So Ernie, now you, no, you, no. You, you I gambled and I was wrong. Sorry, Ernie. Yeah, well, I switched off, so. Yeah. And he switched to tabs too fast on me. <laughs> and let's move on here to... Um, I just clicked on the same link. Let's move on here to something super interesting. And it has to do... With Scalebound. I know, do you remember Scalebound at all? Uh, I remember hearing about it. I only read about it more once I found out about the little blurb from their former uh, CEO yeah. this week. It seems like a cool game. It was. It seems way too ambitious, though. <laughs> when they showed it for the Xbox One, man, that was a game that, like, I was so excited for when they yeah. first showed it. It would have been a system seller like crazy mm-hmm. if it would have came out for the Xbox One. But that was like kind of the beginning of the demise. Or not beginning, but that was like part of the issue with the Xbox One was a game like that getting canceled. Yeah. But we got more information. There was always like, nobody really knew what happened. Everyone was blaming Xbox, Microsoft, and then other people were blaming a Platinum Games and all that kind of stuff. But Hideki, let's see if I can say the name right. Hideki Kamiya. I think you got it right. <laughs> Gave us some more background as to what happened with Scalebound. And, it's, and I'll just read his quote here. He says, I'm sorry to the players who looked forward to it. And moreover, I'm sorry to Microsoft who had placed their trust in us as a business partner. I want to apologize both as a creator and as a member of Platinum Games. Then he goes on to just talk about what happened saying however it was a big challenge for platinum games we were working in an environment we weren't used to we were developing on the unreal engine we also lacked the necessary know-how to build a game based on online features the hurdles we had to overcome were very big so i mean right there he pretty much just admits that at the it end was of platinum the day, games it was platinum games. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't probably live up to yeah. their end of the deal. The Microsoft just was like, okay, we have to so scrap this. What other games has platinum games made? Bayonetta is like their big, big one. Bayonetta okay. one, two, and I've played both, and they're absolutely they're like um, Devil I, May Cry style games. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing games. Okay, but they're also working on Bayonetta three right now, exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, and that game has been in development for so long. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't come out. So I, I, maybe there's like some weird, like I don't know what's with Platinum Games, but maybe they have like development issues with their with their newer stuff that they try to put out, and they mm-hmm. really try to push boundaries. And 
and like the younger studio that I just saw found in 2007. Yeah, it is. I see what other stuff that they have that maybe I've played. I don't think they're oh, wonderful 101. Oh, they did the remastered version. Astro they do near, yeah, they do near. Yeah, okay, that's a game I'm interested in. Vanquish, really cool game. Astral Chain, another cool game on the Switch. Um, Hellcare Rising Revengeance, I remember yeah. that one. That was a wild that. one. Heard Matter World's really cool. I haven't played that one, mm. but yeah, they've made some cool games. Yeah, it just seems like um scale bound and now being in three there's something yeah maybe trying to be too ambitious and they just can't live up to what they're trying their vision is and i mean we'll see how being uh, three turns out but apparently it's supposed to be coming on 2022 now so mm. yeah i'm not surprised though that it was more of a platinum issue than an xbox microsoft microsoft's yeah. such a big company with so much experience it's they, hard to imagine yeah they could have just been they probably what happened was they're like yeah we have all this stuff been we have all these visions that we want to get to, but it's going to take us X amount of time or whatever, or we're having all these issues. And Microsoft was like, well, resources going into this too much. <laughs> it's not worth the return. It's not worth the return right at this point. So, I don't know. That's just my assumption. But that sucks. Cause I think Scalebound would have been such a, didn't they show it at E3 one year or something? They had like a big battle with a dragon or yeah, something. It was incredible. It was that. absolutely, it looks so, so good. It was, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a shame that that game never came out, and we know now it's never going to come. They're never going to re reboot it, most likely. How come? In the in the interview, didn't the guy said we'd love for Microsoft to yeah give us another chance or something? Uh, did he say that? I don't know. I didn't read that part, but I would be shocked if Microsoft wasted finding resources on it right now. Yeah, they're making an exclusive they have so many game. Exclusives coming out. Yeah, and they're making an exclusive game for the Switch, but I mean, yeah. I would love to be proven wrong on that. I would love to see this game rebooted. Um, okay, so um, I guess we can end off the show a little shorter show today, but we questions? can have, yeah, questions. But Halo for the multiplayer beta. Have we not talked about that yet? We talked. Well, I talked about it. I play. I want to talk about some of the stuff. Okay, that I, I think I was talking about Halo multiplayer somewhere. That's Halo, fair. Halo for the multiplayer beta I, I came out this week. Uh, I played. I'd say like around 15 or so hours of it not as much as some people i, I know but I, I have other stuff i had other stuff i had to do and unfortunately we anthony has a job <laughs> yeah unfortunately um but um <laughs> it's amazing if you haven't checked it out yet like gameplay i think this may end up being the best halo multiplayer game or even just best halo overall game that we we're gonna get the things i love about the halo infinite multiplayer is I think the gun balancing is really good. I think the maps that we have are really good. I think that the movement, they really perfected the movement from five to now, where I thought five was really good. I did like the Spartan dash in five, but after playing Halo Infinite multiplayer for 15 hours, I'm happy it's not there because it really lets you focus on like your skill and shooting. And, and if you have a better shot than somebody else, you're going to kill them and not going to be able to dash out of the way. So I think it really makes people have to work on their gun skills more. Um, the progression was the big problem people were having issues with. And they made a, a quick update within the first week already. And I think that, yes, there's a lot more stuff that they can improve to make the progression better. Maybe give us some more like um, performance-based XP on how we do with inside of a game. But Last night I was playing with the new stuff and I leveled up two levels just by easily finishing off like the daily that you get every that keeps resetting, which is just playing a match and then 
they made some of the weekly challenges easier. So definitely improving in terms of the, the XP progression. Um, they listened to the community and they, they're going to keep making updates. So it's, it's been an awesome first week of the beta. And it's just, I mean, I don't know what to say other than that, but it's going to continue to improve. And you can see that like, there's definitely, it's definitely a beta, even though they're calling it, even though people think it's a marketing thing leading up to December 8th, you can tell that it's still definitely a beta, but it's so smooth. The servers have been super stable. So yeah, Halo for multiplayer, multiplayer beta. It's, it's it's amazing. I don't know. I just wanted, I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, totally really into it, man. I was yeah. hearing that uh, a time to kill is kind of long. Well, it's Halo. I mean, you got to you got to hit off their. So it's still the same as like classic Halo. It's the same as classic Halo. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got to get off their shield, but Halo's a team-based shooting game. Like, yeah, you can't go rogue in Halo. You'll die way more than you'll yeah kill. So. And uh, and the only issue, the only annoying thing so far I found is that when you're playing with people who just refuse to play the objective, like I was playing in a ranked match the other night. I just finished my unranked matches or whatever. I think I got like gold three or whatever. And I lost as soon as I got my ranking, I lost my first three games because we were playing oddball and guys just refuse to pick up the oddball and just go for kills. I'm like, this they is like a camp the oddball and just shoot people. They wouldn't even camp. They would just run by the oddball and try to take out the other team. Uh, for absolutely no reason <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> this is a ranked match i'm gonna keep society's crumbling around us everyone's so selfish <laughs> i'd say that's like the biggest issue and i don't know if that has to do with the challenges or not but it could could have to do with the fact that people don't care about winning the games all they care about is leveling up their battle pass mm. we'll see yeah. how it plays out as maybe they should come out with an incentive to make winning the matches more important yeah it's that that's the way that they could improve it that's why i think they need to do something with like giving you an incentive for winning and for your performance yeah with the objective mainly not like just how many kills you get yeah it makes sense otherwise people are just gonna be selfish yeah that's that's the way of uh world the world the halo the all that kind of stuff okay that was my quick uh, praise and rant about halo but let's get into the questions of the week yeah <laughs> we know joe i just that's why i didn't say anything we know <laughs> um he said frustratedly the questions of the week i put this up a little late Brad forgot to put it up but guys make sure if you have any questions like you can ask us about like games ask us about other random sh- stuff just not like something anything too crazy and we'll, we'll probably have some good stories or answer for you we've got we got Ernie's comment there. We got Timothy Moynihan. God, I'm terrible at saying names. <laughs> um, and his is one of the best questions we've gotten so far. And it says, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? What, what, do you, what is it, Joe? What's your uh, that? I think a woodchuck probably could chuck. Like, is this like a enhanced woodchuck or is it just a normal? If it's a normal woodchuck, I'm saying it probably can't chuck that much wood. But uh, if it's like a bigger like video game boss level like woodchuck, I'd say I could chuck like a good amount of two by fours or something like that. I was, I was gonna ask like, how big are these chucks of wood? Or like, what okay, are they chucking? I'm confused though because my parents are British and they've always said woodchucks are these like you know the little like bugs that like are in your garden that have like armadillo backs. I thought a woodchuck was like a beaver. Yeah, so that's what like, everyone else thinks. We're Canadian, though. So. But since my parents are British, they told me that was a woodchuck. So I'm always like, how can this tiny little insect chuck any wood? So then the answer is zero. We've For taken... me. No, we just figured yeah, out the whole thing. No, because you, 
But if you're Canadian, it's completely different. Yeah, yeah but if your parents are correct about what a woodchuck is, then now my answer forever is going to be zero. I feel like more. There's only one woodchuck. No, there's multiple woodchucks. Oh my god. There's woodchuck <laughs> junior and there's woodchuck senior. <laughs> and woodchuck senior definitely can chuck more wood than woodchuck junior. I've seen some dams built by beaver. They can chuck a ton of wood. Yeah, like, definitely. They can chuck like that amount of wood that it would take to build a house. Yeah. So I'm going to go with either zero or like enough wood to build a house. I think building a house is a bit much. I think building like a woodchuck house, not a human house. I'm either one extreme or the other, Joe. I'm not in the middle on this one. <laughs> okay. Good question. Uh, Thank Timothy. you for the question, question, Timothy. And then we have um, the final question here from AZ Brown Knight saying, are you disappointed in Sega's tweet from yesterday? I definitely am. And I believe he is referring to how what Sega has clarified its alliance with Microsoft and how apparently it's not going to be resulting in Xbox exclusive. So they kind of clarified, if you remember, there was that deal a couple of weeks ago where Sega was going to team up with Microsoft to use their Azure services to create their super game super games with their three pillars um of global games and you know community and all that kind of stuff and then they went on to clarify all all that and they said we already have a very close business relationship with microsoft we outsource the development of their large-scale titles and as a third party we are supplying a variety of titles referring to work on halo wars 2 and age of empires 4 then they continue here to say, when we announced the concept of Super Game, Microsoft was sympathetic to that vision, and that leads to the announcement this time. About this, we are not talking about releasing games to Microsoft exclusively, but rather to develop Super Game that will be delivered to the world together with their technical support. So are you disappointed in that at all, Joe? What do you think about that? I understand why um, our friend is a little disappointed in that, because when you say alliance, you kind of figure like, oh, Maybe it's going to be exclusives, but me personally, I don't mind. I think Microsoft already has a bunch of exclusive partners. And like we said before in the podcast, like I'm not a fan of exclusives in general. I think everything should come out on every console. Obviously, that's not how the world works, but I, I'm, I'm okay with this. I mean, as long as they're not not coming to Xbox, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think it's good for companies to take advantage of other businesses, uh, technology and stuff like that especially if it's not something you have expertise in. So I think it's cool. I'm a big fan of Sega games. I love Total War, as you all know. So I think if you, if they like implement this technology in a Total War game somehow, that can only be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I don't really have too much feelings about this yet because I know what they're saying here that they're not going to be... It's not about publishing exclusive games. But I mean, we look at something like... Fantasy Star Online 2, which came exclusively to Xbox North America. And that's, in my opinion, the closest thing we have from Sega to their super game pillars or whatever they talk about. So do I care if they release all of the super game stuff on every single platform? No, not at all. I, I More people that can play games, the better. And that's why I love the Xbox ecosystem. But do I fully believe this or do I think that they're just kind of trying to play it down right now? because they've heard the chatter and people have been asking about them also because they're in Japan and we know Xbox isn't selling Japan and people would probably be upset about that. That's a good point. I think there's still something to this that will bring more content to Xbox, whether that is getting some of these games on Game Pass on day one, whereas if you want to play them somewhere else, you're going to have to pay full price. I think there's still going to be something like that. 
That's just my prediction. I could be yeah, completely wrong. So. I would agree with that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too disappointed. It's it's all business talk right now. So we don't we don't even know what this fully means. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, I guess that ends off this week's Plumecast episode number thirty. Um, it's been another great show. Thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you guys for watching my videos all week. Make sure to tune in next week as well. Joe, any any final thoughts? No, good show. Lots of fun. Thanks for the questions, guys. We're all having fun gaming out there and not working too hard. So, yeah, have a good week. Sounds good. See you later.